Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to sing. I can't sing. I just stay nervous. As <laughs> I just stay nervous. And I couldn't even mouth the words because I got no rhythm. I got nothing. My wife has all the, all the skills, all the talent. My brother got it. I was left with, hey, you run through that door. <laughs> That's my talent. Hallelujah. Um, I know we're going to pass the, the honoring. I, I love church family, pastoral staff, but I do want to honor my bishop. He is my bishop. Hallelujah. We love you, bishop. Hallelujah. And I'm, I'm gonna, I want to honor my wife because I know she ministered on Wednesday and I had to live. <laughs> I, had to, I had to live through this couple of weeks. <laughs> no, but, and, and the reason I, I want to is because I, I know the way she is, and I know I'm nervous, but for her, I know she, she, was, she was terrified. She, she's medicating, trying to do all sorts of stuff to stay on her two feet. Um, and then, but not only that, is she was also having to push through some traditions that had been placed, and, and she's having to, to, to do those two things at the same time. And that's why I wanted to give her that honor. And, I'm, I, and I've always said this. I don't want to be a stumbling block to her ministry. Hallelujah. 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 If you have your Bibles, we're going to go to Matthew 26, uh, verse 47 through 47 through 50. Yeah, still, still a little, you know, the hand's kind of not steady, still shaking a little bit. Hallelujah. All right. Verse 47. And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staffs from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he, hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. Hallelujah. We can be seated. And if you I titled this Watching Judas. I know a lot of times when we think of Judas, it immediately comes to mind as that betrayal. But I want us, that is part of the story. But we're going to, I want to, we're going to kind of, kind of going to look at Judas. You know, the thing is, our eyesight and our eyes are one of our very important senses. And it's pretty much where your eyes go, you go. If you're ever driving and, you know, you turn to the side and all of a sudden the car starts going that way, you know, you hit those rumble stripes. It's like, oh, you know, I was, uh, the GPS sent me that way. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're running 
and I love this one. If you're running, if you've ever, you know, ran and tried to, you know, you're running a race or anything, you know, you're always told, you know, don't look behind you. The head position, where you're looking, matters. Because if you keep turning to the back and looking, it slows you down. I don't tell those guys that run from me that. I'm like, hey, keep, keep looking this way because this fat boy's going to catch you. You know, it slows you down. And if you really think about it if, and, and you look at the physics of it, you're going to go where your eyes go. And so if you're running and your feet looking backwards, your body is going to slowly be tilted to the side you're looking. And if you play that out over a long period of time, you will end up back in the same place where you started because you keep slowly deviating to the direction you're looking. So your eye, where you look matters. You can end up in the same place if you keep looking behind you. Now, that's not, the, that's not where I'm, I'm going here, but that's a whole message in itself. And if, and if you got to keep worrying about what's behind you and, not what, and you keep kind of revisiting the past, he's covered it under the blood. So, uh, someone needs to, needs to remember, hey, hey, he's covered it under the blood. There's no need to kind of keep looking over your shoulder saying, oh, God, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm too unworthy of your grace. I, I can't be used by you because of what I've done in the past. Hallelujah. If you keep looking back, you're going to end up back in that same spot. Hallelujah. And, but I wanted to f- focus on, on Judas Because before Judas betrayed Jesus, he walked with him. There was a relationship with him. And I've always found it fascinating. uh, See, I I was a history major. You know, know, and here's a caveat. If you're going to go to college and study, don't study history. Just major in something that actually has, there's a job market for. Because... uh, if you're a history major, the job market is slightly above the underwater basket weaver. Just above that. So it's a fun subject. But all you got to do is read a book and you, there you go. You know, there's no need to pay money to people to tell you that you need to read a book. Uh, I'm just, that's some free advice from a history major. Hallelujah. But I, I was always interested in, you know, the what were the people at the time during events, what was going through their mind? That was kind of, you know, my focus was American Revolutionary period, and, and I was always kind of looking at, you know, what, what are people thinking? What are peop- the, the people that you don't read about in the history book? What are they going through, you know? And so when I, when I started looking at this, because Judas had a walk with Jesus, because you go in Mark, in Mark 3, verse 13, when, G- when Jesus names his disciples, you know, Judas is one of them. And I'm pretty sure there was other followers. And they saw, G- they saw Judas being named a disciple. So they were looking at him. And they were saying, hey, you know what? I'm prob- probably going through their mind is, hey, you know what? I kind of would like to be like Judas. I kind of would, 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 would have liked to be one of those disciples. You know, that's pretty cool. He gets to hang out with Jesus. He gets to be, be instructed at Jesus' feet. 
So those common folk, if you want to say, that we don't really, we don't really see in the Bible, that their names aren't mentioned, they were, well, they were watching him. You know, and this is just the Father's Day plug here. Fathers, you're going to have your kids watching you. Their eyes are going to be focused on you. The steps you take, the decisions you make, they're going to be looking at it. They're going to be looking at, hey, well, why didn't we go to church today? What was too important than going into, going into the house of God? And, and I always go back and I always say this because it's, it, it's true. They're going to be watching how we honor the man of God. And they'll be able to discern. Kids know, I used to teach. Kids knew when you were lying and when you didn't know something. Especially in history, they ask them random question. And you're like, well... This is what, whatever, and you'd make up something. They'd be like, you're lying. And I'm like, yeah, I'm lying. <laughs> so it, it, it became pretty much where I was like, you know what? I don't know. Go write a research paper on that. <laughs> but kids, they'll, 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 your, your children will be able to tell whether your worship, whether your submission, whether your walk with God is a genuine walk. They're going to be watching. So you had people watching Judas walk with Jesus. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure some of these that were watching Judas start, started to develop a relationship with Jesus through Judas's walk. They're watching Judas. They're watching his, his walk with Jesus. And they start saying, hey, I... I I like that. We've all been there. Oh, I'm going to go to this conference because I, this is my favorite preacher. This is my favorite conference speaker. Or I, I like this conference. I like that conference. And you know what? What ends up happening is we start developing a walk with Jesus through 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 our favorite ministers or, or our, our favorite conference, we never really get a hold of saying, I'm going to watch Jesus. Instead, we're watching Judas. We're developing a relationship with God, which is essentially a proxy relationship with God through our relationship with other things. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's what, what happens is, in, in our church world today. And you know what? You know what? The, the beauty of, of and I, I was just, I was sitting there thinking, and I'm like, you know what's so awesome about this church? I know it's Father's Day. We've plugged in a couple of Father's Day plugs here and there. But if you noticed, this, this whole service First service, second service hasn't just been, oh, about, hey, let's Father's Day. It's Father's, let's talk to the fathers. It's been about each and every person. Church world today, I guarantee you go to every church in this city, it's all going to be, hey, uh, it's all, it's basically, we're going to leave out everybody else and just speak to the fathers. And you get a, you get a little gift on the way out, and we're basically saying, hey, we hope you're good. In case you haven't wondered, me and my brother raised the same house. <laughs> oh. But the beauty is, 
we're not going to be bound by tradition. Because tradition is essentially a proxy relationship with Jesus. What it is, it's saying, hey, I'm going to keep my, I'm, I'm going to watch Judas's walk with Jesus, and I'm going to attach my walk with Judas. I'm going to attach my walk with tradition or church culture, how it's supposed to be. Or it's going to, and you know what? That building looks nice. That church, they got the great sound. It sounds good. It feels good. That's what I'm going to attach my relationship to God with. Hallelujah. It's not going to happen here. Hallelujah. It's not going to happen here. I'll tell you what. I've grown up in church all my life. And it pretty much, you, when you're in a service, you can develop the routine where you know we're going to go one, two songs, three songs. We do this. We do that. We, we hear the message. And then we go home. We eat. You know, you know the routine. Hallelujah. And if there if if there's if there's prophecy, it's gonna be at the very end of service after this stirring message. It's not gonna be in the middle. There's the routine we develop, the tradition you could say. But hallelujah, I'm so glad I can I'm in a place where we're not defined. If God wants to move in the middle, he can move in the middle. If God wants to speak in the middle, he can speak in the middle. He doesn't have to wait till a certain time. He doesn't have to wait to certain cues. Hallelujah. When God wants to move, he can move. We can get into that routine where we're basically watching Judas instead of Jesus. Hallelujah. And you know what the scary part is? The scary part is if you keep watching Judas to define your walk with God. See, there was a bunch of signs. You, you can go through, you can go through, you can see all the signs of Judas's behavior. But the scary part is if you watch Judas and he defines your relationship with God. You, got, you just got to look at the end on what happens. Because after Judas's betrayal, he ends up going and hanging himself. There's guilt. There's shame. Hallelujah. That's what happens when we attach things that to our, we make our relationship with God, things, our relationship with God. When it's tradition, culture, how church should be, when that is what our, defines our relationship with God, that is the end of our spiritual life. That is why you can have this deconstruction movement. I'm, I'm just, I, I, I love the, the psychology of it. That's why you can have people saying, well, you know what? There's, there's church hurt. I'm tired of organized religion. I'm tired of this religious, this religious things going on. You know what? I'm just done with it. Because what's happened is our world has had proxy relationships with Jesus. And what happens is when that proxy relationship with Jesus runs its course, it ends up hanging itself. It ends up in a spiritual death. Hallelujah. So basically you're left hung, bursting at the seams. But when you get a hold and keep your eyes on Jesus, it's a different story. Hallelujah. 
Because when you keep your eyes on Jesus and you have that walk with him, you're not relying on tradition. You're not relying on emotion. You're not relying on, oh, this makes me feel good. No, you're saying, God, I got to get a hold of you. And when you get a hold of him, it's a story of redemption. It's saying, hey, he went to the cross. He rose again. Hallelujah. He forgave me of my sin. I can come into his house and I can lift him up. I can worship him. I can praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our eyes have to be focused on Jesus. Our walk has to, has to be with Jesus. We can't say, hey, hey, I, we, we all have our favorite preachers. I get that. But when we're saying, hey, our walk is defined by our favorite preacher. Oh, I like the way he speaks. That's why I'm going to go to church. I like the way that person speaks. That's why I'm going to go to church. Hallelujah. We're basically worshiping a Judas instead of a Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I got to keep my eyes on him. I got to keep my eyes on him. This world, the enemy's going to offer anything he can to get us to step away. He'll offer anything he can. Even if it is something that sounds similar, something that looks similar, something that tastes similar. You know, it, it kind of sounds right, but because I guarantee you, after you spend enough time with somebody, you start developing their characteristics. And I guarantee Judas spending time with Jesus, he started to probably pull some of those characteristics that, G that Jesus has. He was being taught by him. He started saying, you know, this is the way, because we, we clearly know. Because when, when Peter denied Jesus, how did they find out? They were like, hey, the, your speech deceives you. Yes, you, you, you. You're one of them. The way he spoke was, he's like, you've been hanging around the Jesus guy. So I guarantee you, Judas had a little bit of the same. Where he sounded a little bit like he had something. But the thing is, if, we, if our relationship with God is based off of watching Judas, drawing from Judas, hallelujah, we're going to miss the whole thing. I got to say, you know what? I'm not going to be watching Judas. My walk with God is going to be defined by my walk with him and him alone. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be deviating any, any which way. I'm not going to be drawing from those things that sound good. They make me feel good. God, if your word says, says X, Y, and Z, that's what I'm going to do. God, I'm going to submit to your word. I'm going to submit to the man of God. Hallelujah. Because, well, I'm I'm not going to pay attention to the voices that sound similar. Hallelujah. But they really are just, it's the enemy trying to draw me out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got to keep my eyes on Jesus. I can't be watching Judas any longer.